All right, it's now time to learn our memory verse today. Time to learn the memory verse. You guys like learning the memory verse? You want to learn a, you want to learn a Bible verse? Who wants to learn a Bible verse? I want to learn a Bible verse, okay? This is straight from the Word of God, okay? Let's see what it says up here. It says, The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26, NKJ. The NKJ stands for no quesadillas, Johnny, okay? That's what that stands for. No quesadillas, Johnny. Is that right? Is that how you say that? <laughs> no? Okay. Feathers told me that. I didn't know. <laughs> New King James. That's what it is. That's right. That's what it is. Okay. All right. So this is our memory verse that we're going to learn. We're going to read a Bible story here in just a minute that helps us out with this. Okay? But can we all say this together? We're going to learn it together. Okay? Let's say it. Here we go. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26, okay? No quesadilla, Johnny. <laughs> okay, okay, so that's one time through. Let's do another time through, okay? Let's read it all together, out loud. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26, okay? You guys think you got it? Proverbs 12, 26, no quesadillas. Okay, you think we got this? Because here's a, here's a good way to help us to know if we know it, okay? Let's take a couple of words away and see if we can do it, okay? Ooh, do you think we can do it? You got this? All right, let's say it. Here we go. The righteous should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26. All right, pretty good. Yep, <laughs> NKJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so we, could, we, we took a couple words away. Do you think we could do it again if we took a couple more words away? Yes? All right, let's take a couple of words away. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Let's say it together. The righteous should Wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26. No quesadilla, Johnny. Okay. All right. How many of you did it all the way through? Raise your hand. You did it all the way through. Liar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, what if we took some more words away? Let's try it. Okay, here we go. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26. Good job. Give yourselves a hand. What? Do you think we can? We, <laughs> that's right. What if we took even more words away? Should we do that? All right, let's take some words. Wow. That's a lot of words taken away. Naomi, why'd you do that? 
All right, let's start. Here we go. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked lead them astray. Proverbs 12, 26. No case needed, Johnny. Give yourselves a big hand. Is there anybody that thinks they can do it by themselves? Anybody at all? Anybody? <laughs> Claire put her hand up and then back down very quickly. Who thinks they can do it by themselves? Maddie thinks she can do it. What do you think? Yeah. All right, come on up. Can she do it, Dad? You think she can do it? Sure. What's yeah. the... <laughs> How much confidence do you have? <laughs> All right, let's try it. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26. And... No case of GS Johnny! <laughs> yes! That is fantastic! That, that deserves an extra Christmas present this year, I'm just saying. That's what I think. I mean, I, that's just me talking here. <laughs> that's fantastic. All right, good job. Good job, everyone. Anybody else want to try it? No, no one does. There's somebody in the back. Somebody in the back. They're righteous. Okay, very good. What? There's somebody in the back. Someone in the back? Can you do it? Come on up, buddy. Give a big hand. What's your name, sir? Billy Bob? The righteous oh, okay. should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12:26. New King James. Yes! Does any adult want to try it? Any adult? Any big kid? Any big kid want to give it a shot? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, should I call somebody out? I feel yeah, like I calling somebody should. out. <laughs> somebody should be called out. Do what? You should call someone out. No, I can't call anybody out. Huh? I'm, I'm still too new. I'm still new enough. <laughs> I see a lot of people pointing at other people. Yeah. <laughs> people are pointing at other people. All right, let's, all right, let's, put, the, uh, let's put the whole verse up there. The whole verse up there. Let's all read it together one more time. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Proverbs 12, 26. All right. <laughs> All right. So that verse that we've learned today, uh, and that's going to go with our story. Looking forward to our story. So this is Fifth Sunday. So we have our kids with us. We've got our kids service, um, and so glad that y'all are here. Um, and so when we uh, when we have done this, what we've done is uh, we've gone through some uh, miracles of Jesus. Okay, some cool miracles. Of cool Je miracles of Jesus. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, that is correct. We talk about some cool miracles of Jesus, okay? Cool miracles of Jesus. <laughs> right. That, right, that's what I said. So, we've got some amazing miracles 
that Jesus did for the people. And some would say that they were great. Isn't that cool? Very cool. That's very cool. Cool miracles of Jesus. All right. All right, if you have your Bible, turn to Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. The verses are going to be on the screen for us as well. But if you'd like to follow along, we are in Mark chapter 2. And we're going to talk about an amazing miracle of Jesus. I better not say cool because it'll come back up. Uh, Cool miracles of Jesus. (laughs) All right. Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. A few days later. When Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. So here's what happened. Jesus would go around and he would teach or preach in a lot of different areas. Sometimes he would preach uh, in a large field where there were a lot of people. Sometimes he would teach in the synagogue. Uh, Sometimes he would go to to the temple or, well, outside the temple. Sometimes he would go to people's houses, okay? And this is one of those cases where he went to someone's house to do some teaching. Well, Jesus is in town, so everybody's showing up. They want to hear about Jesus, and they want to hear what Jesus has to say, so they, they flood it in, okay? So imagine your house, and Jesus is coming over, and just everybody is there. you got people sitting on your couch, sitting on top of your refrigerator, sitting just everywhere, okay? They're all over the place, and that's where Jesus is at. He's in someone's house, and they're all over the place. So much so that they're spilling out the windows and out the doors. And people want to be there. They want to hear Jesus. Verse 3. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the, lowered the mat the man was lying on. So this is crazy, okay? There was a man who was paralyzed. Anybody know what paralyzed means? It means you can't move, okay? You can't move, you're paralyzed. There were, he either had some sort of disease or there was an accident that happened to him, and the man could not move. If he was going to go anywhere at all, he would have to have help to take him. And so more than likely, he didn't go many places, okay? This man did not go to a lot of places at all. However, he had some friends, and there were some friends, four friends, that picked him up on a mat and said, let's go, we are going to see Jesus, okay? So they carried him, I don't know how far they carried him, carried him several blocks probably, carried them to this house, and they were like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, and no one's letting them in, because everyone wants to hear Jesus. They're like, excuse me, we're trying to get, hey, my friend, trying to get him to Jesus. Nope, nobody's letting them through. So what do they do? What would you do? Of course, you would crawl up to the top of the roof, and you would uh, take your sledgehammer and your shovel, and you would dig a hole into their roof. Of course, that's what you'd do, right? Well, that's what these people did, okay? They're trying to get their friend to Jesus, and so they literally climb up on the roof. Now, imagine you are the homeowner, okay? You're Jim Bob, and you're sitting there, and you're excited that everybody's come to Jim Bob's house, and... Uh, Jesus is there, and everybody's crowded, and all of a sudden, you know, the ceiling starts leaking. <laughs> it's like starting to break. You're like, what is going on, you know? And all of a sudden, psh, hello, and there's, there's some people up there, and you're, and you're like, what is going on? And so they open up the roof of the house, and these four friends 
lower their friend on a mat and lay him right in front of Jesus. That is amazing. And Jim Bob is like, I just got new shingles up there. What is going on, you know? <coughs> but he lowers them right in front of Jesus. Verse 5, I think is the key verse here. Verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith. Everybody say their faith. Their faith. When Jesus saw their faith. All the kids say their faith. Their Whose faith? Was it the man's faith? No. Their faith? Their faith. It was the friend's faith. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Not even I heal you of being paralyzed. That's coming in a minute. In a minute. Foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. That's going to come in a minute. But he says, because of their faith, Son, your sins are forgiven. Kids, I want to tell you something. You want to have friends that bring you to Jesus. Okay? Teenagers, college students, you want to surround yourself with people who take you to Jesus. Now, this is not a lesson that stops once you get 21 or 22. Okay? This is on up to us adults. The people that we put around us need to be people that bring us to Jesus. Amen? Yeah. Kids, see, like a big church, whenever the pa pastor gives like a good point, then you say amen, okay? Yeah. Amen. So, so let's try that again, okay? You want to have people around you that bring people to bring you to Jesus. Yeah. Very good. See, we're learning. Next generation, right? You got to teach them how to, how to do it. <clears throat> this is what you want to do. Now, obviously, you're going to sit next to a cubicle, and they're, you know, they got a mouth on them, okay? Or you, you got to go to chemistry class, you got to go to English class, and not everybody's going to, okay? So I'm not saying that we're monks, okay? And we're just like away from everybody. You're going to be around other people, and you're going to be friends with other people, and that's fine. And that's part of it as well, because we're supposed to tell everybody about Jesus, all of our friends. I'm talking about the people closest to us that have, are you ready for a big word, kids? Influence on us, okay? Influence, that means they get us to do stuff. You know how there's people in our life that get us to do not good stuff? And there's people in our life that get us to do good stuff, right? So the people that are closest to us, that have influence over us, need to be people who are bringing us to Jesus. And that's what these, people, that's what these four did. These four, think about it. Think about the, the weeks leading up. This paralyzed man, he's there. And then they hear Jesus is coming. One friend had to say to another, who had to say to a third, who had to say to a fourth, let's get our friend to Jesus. And if those friends had not been there to bring him to Jesus, would we have this story in the Bible? So it is so important that we put people around us that bring us to Jesus. Verse 6, now when teachers of the law were sitting there, some teachers of the law, they were thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Is it only God can forgive sins? Who is Jesus? Does anybody know? Any kids? He's the son of, son of God. That's exactly right. Verse 8. Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. A little aside. Jesus knows what you think about. 
Jesus knows what you think about. Okay? Let me come back over here. He knew what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk? So he says, okay, which one's easier? For me to forgive this man's sins, or for me to heal this man to where he gets up, picks up his mat, and walks away? Both are pretty tough. Jesus says, I'm going to do both of them, okay, to show you exactly who I am. And kids, everybody, we need to know this. He is the Son of God. He is God. He is divine, and he's able to do both. He can forgive sins, and he is also able to bring healing to our bodies. Verse 10, but I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. How amazing is that? Okay? Just the scene of everybody that's in there. Everybody is looking onto this. The Pharisees, random people that are coming. Who is this Jesus? I don't know. Let's just go. Everybody else is going. Let's go hear what he has to say. They lower a man through a roof. He forgives his sin. He sees the friend's faith, forgives his sins, and then heals him right there on the spot. Amazing. Verse 12. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone. And they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Our God is an awesome God, we used to sing. (laughs) Our God is an awesome God, and he is an amazing God. And so this story tells us a little something. First of all, it tells us the amazingness that is God, and that he is the Son of God. And he is awesome, that he is able to forgive sins, he is able to heal our bodies. Come on up, worship team. He's able to do all of these things. There's a couple other things that we can learn from this story. Because all of us in this room are going to be two people. All of us are going to be two people, okay? Number one, we need to choose friends that bring you closer to Jesus. You need to choose friends that bring you closer to Jesus. The people who have, as I said, influence over you. Do you have friends that ask you, hey, do you read your Bible? Hey, what's your favorite worship song? Hey, you, you know, you've missed church a couple of weeks. You coming back? Who's going to bring you to Jesus? You need people in your life that want to pray with you, want to check and see how you're doing, that bring you to Jesus. So think about the people in your life that influence you the most right now. Go ahead. You can think about it. You don't have to shout their names out. But think about the people that influence your life the most right now. Are they people who bring you to Christ? Are they the type of people that bring you closer to the Lord? And listen, we are all from time to time going to be that person, that man in the mat. And from time to time, we are going to need help. And we need to accept help. Everybody hear me? Listen, we are human and we are weak. And from time to time, we need help. We need someone to stand in the gap for us. We need someone to pray. We need someone to pick us up a meal. We need someone to, okay? All of us, at some point in our life, several times in our life, are going to be that man who needs help. And we need to have people around us who want to help us. But we're also that second person. That second person that we need to be, we need to be a friend that brings others close to Jesus. As many times as we are that person in the mat who needs help, 
we also need to be one of those four that says, hey, let's get so-and-so closer to the Lord. Let's go pray with them. Let's go get a meal for them. Let's go do whatever we got to do. Okay? Because as, as often as we are sometimes that person in the mat, do we not know people who need help as well? And is that not what we are supposed to do in Christ? And you see what happens when friends gather around, whether that person want to be taken to Jesus or not, he was taken to Jesus, wasn't he? Come on, let's go. You can't run away from us. You're paralyzed. So let's go. We're putting you on the mat, and we're taking you to Jesus. And there are some times we need to look at somebody and say, you're going to Jesus. Let's go. I know you don't want to go to church. I don't care. Get dressed. Let's go. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to do this. We need to be that people in other people's life and not just sit on the sidelines and wait for someone to come help us. Right? What an amazing, amazing story of Jesus. He is the Son of God. He can forgive our sins. He can heal our bodies. And I'm thankful for people and friends around me and around us that bring us closer to Jesus. Can we stand this morning? I want us to go into a time of prayer, and then we're going to worship. Take just a couple of seconds, even right now, and begin to pray. Lord, help me. Especially you kids, pray this prayer. Kids, teenagers, especially you kids. Pray this prayer, Lord, put people around me. Help me to have friends and find friends that love Jesus and want me closer to Jesus. Go ahead, you can begin to pray that prayer right now. Even. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to have friends and to find friends. Choose people who influence us in the right way that bring us to Jesus. Because when we do that, amazing things can happen in our life just by having friends who want to bring us to Jesus. Also pray that you are the type of person that brings someone to Jesus. Can you pray for that? Can you pray that you are that person who from time to time is going to pick someone up on a mat and a roof is not going to stop them or a crowded room is not going to stop them? We're going to get them to Jesus. Begin to pray that you are that person for someone else. And maybe that God would show, show you who that person might be. Thank you, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to be that. Help us, Lord, to be that person. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for also being the one who forgives us of our sins, who heals our body. Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. So as we're, as we're praying about this, about who we are in the Lord. Let's lift up a worship to the Lord. Sing about how beautiful the name of Jesus is. Continue to pray, but also let's worship the Lord.